What's up, disc golfers? Welcome to episode 97 of the Disc Golf Podcast. My name is Robin. Alongside me, my longtime friend, avid disc golfer, Joe. T minus two weeks to actual big disc golf tournament. Yeah. We are closing in. I thought uh, you faked me out there. I was like, is he really going episode of 100 again? But no, I am actually very excited (laughs) about the prospect of talking pro disc golf action being right around the corner. True. Also, I didn't want to go straight into it. Oh, God damn But Bryant Young, (laughs) the best 97 ever. Uh, That's all. I get, you got mad at me last time I went straight into uh, Justin Smith. So I decided that I would uh, zig when you thought I would zag. <laughs> but yes, uh, actual, like, real um, stripperless disc golf tournament coming up. Yeah. Um, the Las Vegas Disc Golf Challenge, right? Or Las Vegas Championship. I, I can't remember what it's Las called. Las Vegas now. Challenge. I, I just get faked out by the fact that it used to be the Gentleman's Club Challenge, right? I think now it's just the Las Vegas Challenge. Yeah, and wouldn't it thanks, be great if it was like the Gentleman's Club Challenge? Tim K. Thanks, is it Tim? Thanks to somebody, we are actually like a whole sponsor. We are a whole sponsor, and I wish you would have mentioned that earlier. I could have looked up the person's name who well who did uh, that, giving them listen, credit. Listen, but, if it wasn't Tim K, Tim K is still rad. It wasn't Tim K. Then we'll find out who it is still, and yeah. we'll say by that the, also. By the end of the, this episode, the person who uh, gave us a sponsorship on that hole will get credit. So, but but uh, Tim I, K, you're right. I know too. their Slack name was Gasman, and I just can't remember his actual name. You are right. So, Gasman, you're also rad. Yeah. Everyone's rad. So I don't, and, I don't know uh, why I thought that. Slack, for those of you that are listening for the first time or unfamiliar or hesitant to join, we created a uh, disc golf community on the app Slack, which is a communication app you can get on your phone, your computer, and it's full disc golf podcast listeners, and you know, get after it. We're there all the time. People talking disc golf. It's a great place. Mostly disc golf. Um, also, it has now become evident, um, you know, you might be on for a day or two and it gets a little weird. That's just, it is what it is. It, it could happen. It could happen. So, but yeah, we have, uh, it's Shane Solomon. There we go. Oh, okay. It was all those orders and stuff we got. I knew it was, he bought a whole bunch of stuff too. Yes. He's rad. So anyways, Good we're, we're going to be, we're going to like be on a, a T sign, like, which is super cool. We will. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that most pros will be like, oh my God, I love the disc golf podcast. We listen to that all the time, and I'm so glad they're sponsoring a whole. I'm so glad there's like an unbiased disc golf podcast that uh, talks shit about us. Really tells you how it is. <laughs> we don't talk shit about anybody. We we lift people up. That's true. Like the end of a bad boys. Like that's all love. That's true. That's all love. We actually we uh, we got some really cool beers, and uh, we got one just for that crew. <laughs> we'll find a disc to review. I'm pretty excited. <laughs> I am. I. I mean, we are uh, number one. We're out. Joe and I are out out here in California, and the weather has been stupid nice, um, like seventies. Like on a daily wear, basis. I've been wearing like slacks and long sleeve shirts, and been like, "Fuck, I need to get some like short sleeve shirts and some like short sleeve dress shirts again," because I'm getting a little toasty. 
It's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And like uh, like this morning, um, I asked Alexa what the weather was gonna be like, and she said like high of seventy eight. I was like, oh fuck, that's too hot. That is insane. <laughs> yeah. Like, can we keep it like low seventies? Like running the AC in the office type type temperatures. Right. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it just where the disc golf season is right around the corner, and we're gonna start having weekly tournament action pretty soon. It's gonna start happening. The season will get in full swing. Yep, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I know. Uh, all the all the big boys are going to be out for the first few tournaments. I know Will Schusterick is going to kick it on the side mm-hmm. for a minute, which is good. But I'm ready. I'm like so. I think everyone's ready. I am. I am. Are you Are you ready to to do our first inaugural bet of of the disc golf season? Do you got one? I do. I do. All right, let's go. I'm taking Ricky Wysocki to three peat. Are you going to take the other side of that? And pick. I mean, do I have to pick who no, you can, wins? I can just say no. You can say no. You can pick the. I'll let you pick the field. I'm giving you. This is going to be the best bet you take the entire year. Yeah. No, I'll 100% take that. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking worlds, obviously. Yes, worlds. Okay. Because there's lots of tournaments that he won also. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can just blanket and be like, oh, no, he won that tournament. <laughs> He won the Las Vegas Challenge. You lose. That that's oh how, that wouldn't be a three peat though. Sorry. That's how confident I am in in my two, 2018 and Ricky Rick? Wysocki. <laughs> 2018, the year Robin gives up on Paul McBeth. <laughs> Robin started putting daggers. I don't know if you guys knew this. Yeah, they're great. I mean, it's it's a. I mean, we're jokingly saying this, but. Guarantee if someone sends us two daggers and Robin like gets the feel for it. There will be a good thought in his mind about switching to daggers. Listen, uh, you know, me and Ricky Wysocki are pretty much the same from about seven feet. I mean, we both. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I don't think that's true. All right. Uh, four feet. Probably. Yeah. If you can just set it in with your reach. <laughs> yes. Um, seven feet. I, yeah, nope. I don't think so. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Who do you think is going to win? Worlds? Do you, do you, do you feel I the mean, same way that Paul. I do? I think it's Paul. You you think so? I think it's Paul. I think it's Paul, but I think there's like a handful that wouldn't blow me away. No, absolutely. If they won. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, I mean, obviously, Sexton, USDGC Sexton, I wouldn't be blown away if he But you believe Worlds. in your heart that, that Paul is going to... to Wait, where's Wor- Worlds... Is it in Florida? No. Where oh, is Worlds? I forget. I'll look that up in a second. Anyways, um I think I, Paul will. I think I think I think I think Paul can do it. Um Well we know he can do it. Well yeah. But, I but think, is that what you think is gonna happen? I, I, I do. I do, I mean there's Sexton, there's Coling with a full year under his belt with Innova, which I brought up before with Ricky, whatever, two years ago, needing a year to really dial in the trilogy discs. Um, Conrad did some really good stuff. Kale is actually playing really great for Prodigy. Like, I think 
he is the best pro right now and on the prodigy team oh yeah worlds is is a smuggler's notch so it's the the green mountain championship essentially so all right so that i mean and uh we'll we'll talk about this you know who i honestly would love to see win worlds i i would love to see will schuster win worlds i i know i i that'd be i'd be fine with that too I'd like to see That'd some, be a great, some like, Michael Johansson get up, get up. Oh, no, yeah, MJ, MJ. That would be rad. Yeah. Um. There's anyways. There's lots of dudes who could could totally take that. You know, uh, I'm taking it all back. I take everything back. I'm starting over. My pick for Worlds, Jeff Face. Is Jeff Face going going to Worlds? I don't know, Jeff. Are you going to Worlds? Let us know. <laughs> if not, Nate Doss. <laughs> all right so uh joe and i have just locked in a bet i'm taking ricky no, 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 and i'm taking the field you joe's, gave me the field you said it multiple times joe's. you said the field you said the field multiple times that is locked in <laughs> if it's not ricky i win the bet lock I, it in i'm i'm down if it's not ricky i will drink to it because that's i think ricky's gonna dominate again this year all right i'm gonna get you a full bottle of malibu rum that will be oh god no that's not that's not fair it's fine. Don't worry if anything, it. I should get some odds on this. Like, like if I lose, I get to drink a buzz ball of my choice. And if, and if you lose, you get like a four loco gold or I think it goes the other way around. No, you're oh, getting, no, you're, the, right. you're, you're totally getting right. way better. You're odds. totally right. You're totally yeah. right. I, I take it all back. Um, let's say if I win, it's just a buzz ball. You don't get to choose. Mm. It's a, but it's, you just drink it at once. It's gone. Okay. Um, if you win, if I if I win, I get to I get to mix two bus balls. Like I really want to say no, but like I'm sure. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Right, like I'll take that. Listen, yeah. I ain't no whammy. That's a fair bet. I know we had someone in our fantasy league, and I'm not gonna mix like strawberry and like chocolate. Listen, <laughs> I mean that'd probably be actually. Good. <laughs> you just said that I was like. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, don't do one. Yeah, don't do one that has like, like uh, some sort of like cream liqueur in it. Yeah, and like a tequila Rita. Like, <laughs> I don't need that. But uh, I can probably handle that. By the way, this got brought up. We've probably talked about it multiple episodes, but I drink during these. Um, we do need to find a weekend to record an episode. Um, just a, a Blitzkrieg cast. <laughs> what What do you mean? Where we just drink to our heart's content throughout the episode. Oh no, a shammered cast. I I've always wanted to do like they've got the drinking games for like CCDG and stuff like that. I feel like we could do one of those. But we had a new uh, person join us that group. One of Panda's friends, and he and he has a big ultimate background. I actually looked him up. Like he's like a legit like multiple time like national championship uh, ultimate player. And he had a great point of like splitting teams and playing around and then like a a team of mainly disc golfers versus a team of mainly ultimate players playing around of disc golf first and then carrying that like score over like the point differential to the ultimate field and playing a game of ultimate like first Ah. team to like 13 or something. That's interesting. Um, That'd be a ton of fun. Yeah, that would be fun. And so the only piece I interjected was, uh, 
heavy drinking needs to be a part of it from the beginning because <laughs> that's where I will gain my advantage. Yeah, agreed. Like if if it's like drink a beer at every hole or something like that, I'll be good for that ultimate game. I'll be way better than those <laughs> ultimate players. Like I'll still be able to run out and catch the disc. Um, but that sounded super fun. Like I love ultimate. I love playing ultimate. I'm I'm like fat and out of shape, but I can still run around and. Yeah, I mean, aside from the the running and the the jumping and the. And I can do that stuff. Like that's that's where competition clicks better for me is the running stuff. Like my adrenaline hits. I think when my adrenaline hits on a disc golf course, it fucks with me a little bit more. Like I can't mm-hmm. focus as well because I'm like wah. But running around and shit, like I'm down. Yeah, you do love to run around. I've seen you. I don't hate it, to be honest. <laughs> um, I'll play basketball and shit. Like, mm. I'll play sports that aren't walking around and throwing things. Me and basketball, not good friends. <laughs> no. Not good friends. California bad boy, by the way, I'm calling you right now. You are not good at basketball. You shut your face. Oh. I love you. Why Why you got to hate on him? I'm just, listen, he knows. All right. We all know. Well, I think this is an excellent time to to preview our episode to come. Episode 97, we're going to talk about uh, new disc golf flight numbers that were announced by Dynamic Discs and Latitude 64. So they had been teasing us for a little bit, saying they were going to update the flight numbers on the discs, and they came through on it and, and uh, changed some of the numbers based on, I guess popular demand i'm not sure you know they changed it due to like <laughs> people being, being like actual hey. numbers like these numbers are trash yeah we've said it multiple times in this podcast where we've reviewed trilogy discs and been like nope this number yeah. is ridiculous so they they put out a whole new set and updated a lot of discs and so we'll we'll quickly touch on that and some of the uh the hilarious reactions that we've seen so far yep gear up for and, that and uh then we're gonna talk about uh we've got an update on uh 2018 pro worlds that is a change from last year and but not necessarily in the history of worlds but but uh, we got a quick update on that and then we have our world famous deer review our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc we take a beer we review them both unless you know whether you should bring it on the course tonight we have the latitude 64 flow it's a distance driver and we're pairing it with lagunitas willitized coffee stout which is a 12.6 percent alcohol coffee stout we might have to share one yeah i think that's probably a good idea like, as i'm going through this and starting this podcast i'm kind of like woo. yeah um i don't know that i know I you've already dropped like two f-bombs and like four s s-bombs and you you're you're feeling Shoot. loose you're feeling loose well, i've also dropped like uh four or five drinks wow i do it for the people i do it for the people fancy i uh you know i don't uh i want to give you all i got and I think in order to do that, I need to have some beers in me. Well, I don't know if anybody else does, but I surely appreciate it. I, I think it's great that you sacrifice your body for the game the way you do. You're welcome. You know, so, that's what I do. I'm a team player. It's a, it's refreshing to see someone that really leaves it all out on the field and is unafraid to, to sacrifice the body for... <laughs> Robin, did you know we've almost been doing this podcast for two years? <laughs> yes. See, I brought it back around? Yeah, like I, after, I do. I, do. Um, I looked... The other day on, um, actually today on SoundCloud, we posted episode one to SoundCloud. We recorded it probably far prior, Mm -hmm. February 19th. Ooh. We're getting close. So Las Vegas challenge time will be two years. Yeah. 
Good times. Fancy. I mean, it's it's uh, we're obviously stone cold professionals now. We've uh, made a lot of changes. We got microphones. We, um, we definitely don't completely wing the podcast. You definitely don't need to adjust the volume on your stereo or your headphones when you listen to a podcast. Of course not. We got those levels down because we, we roll hard. Yeah, and uh, that's about all we do well. And and mostly just because like I'm loud in general, so that helps. Maybe or not. Maybe. So you you want to talk about flight numbers? I do. All right. So I'm just because because you specifically asked, I did. I messaged you, you today and said we have to talk about this. Um, I'm fed up. I'm fed up. I'm tired of this shit. Another S bomb. Yeah, you're you. you're I'm, loose. I'm after it. Um, so trilogy i, I want to say dynamic but trilogy in general updated their flight numbers um trilogy being latitude 64 dynamic discs and, and west, side. west side yeah uh, which is now owned west side specifically owned by dynamic and latitude, latitude. 64 yep. 50 50 so so they mentioned this when that acquisition happened that they were going to go through these numbers again which made sense to me but lately um being on some like various groups on facebook um, I've seen some very troubling messages, um, and by troubling, I mean super annoying and bothersome, like messages like, oh, now that uh, such and such disc has these new numbers, what do I tell to my old disc, you know, like to fly like the new, or does this mean that because the new numbers are on it, that all the discs that are made from this point on will have said numbers? I mean, it seems like a legit concern. No, it's not. It's no. Listen, your old disc flies like these numbers. That's why they changed the numbers because the discs flew that way and they had stupid ass numbers on them. No, the but flight numbers were wrong. But they gave the the disc new numbers. So, I mean, the disc is going to fly. They gave the new they gave the disc the correct numbers after having the wrong ones I don't know for I, super long I think they updated every single one of the disc molds to to give them better numbers I, I mean that would make sense and by that would make sense I mean that would be the stupidest thing they could ever do I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what that's happened. the most like <laughs> and there's people who believe that that's that's why I'm so upset what? like they stop 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 <laughs> stop stop no I know I just don't want to go there People actually think that they're changing all these molds to what? Can you just scroll and I'll just do a quick like. What is that? Uh, 30, 25 molds right there. Oh, shoot. Good amount. Yeah. Probably like 35 molds right there. I 100% will tell you this right now. They did not change the molds for 35 discs that they've been running for years. They updated the numbers to actually be realistic. Well, I mean. What Originally stopped. <laughs> what Stop. It, originally what it, the ballista they said had a zero turn and i think it was even like a four fade which was trash still the minus one i think it could even be more of a turn what if it just has to do with the stamp like there's some new magic m magnetic stamp or something it's magnets have to be involved <laughs> it's like a hoverboard in back to the future too and suddenly they just you know altered all the the flight numbers i mean why not what's the, i don't i don't see why you have to be so close-minded about this I'm not close minded. I'm a realist. And I'm so tired of this like flight numbers don't matter shit. Whoa. Yeah. 
Another, s- another S-bomb. Still. I'm kind of tired of saying S-bomb. Like, <laughs> it's really not. I think I think most, I mean, you could, you... most words that have, like, letter and then bomb are a million times worse <laughs> than shit. He called the shit poop. <laughs> oh. What, Billy what if you what if you just call that poo bomb? That that sounds funnier, right? No, well, no? shit's fine. Um, I think there just was a lot of incons. There were just bad numbers. There were a lot of just like the pure is now a minus one. The pure used to be a zero, and that's I think the first post I saw on Facebook was like. Oh, my pure, you know. Oh, I really need to get a new minus one pure. That sounds great. Oh, you know what? We've got three over there on the <laughs> shelf. I mean, I know they say zero, but they're minus ones. I, I don't, think if you look back I don't think to you our can review, prove that. if you listen back to the majority of our trilogy reviews, we're talking about the numbers, and these might be closer to what we're calling them. I think a lot of them are closer to what we've been calling them. I'm fairly certain they just listened to all our reviews and changed the numbers accordingly and did their best to wing it on the ones that they we did, should have. didn't review. They should have. I think I... No, I didn't. I really I had planned to email Resco and be like, yo, let us be a part of this process. And then I didn't because I knew he wouldn't care and <laughs> wouldn't know who we were. And well, he's also busy retooling all the molds. To right, the right. New, new flight right. numbers. He had to so let Tomas know, like, got, listen, we gotta, we gotta change everything, right? Because they change these numbers based on feedback. People saying, you know what, the ballista is a zero turn, but you know what, I'd really like it to be a minus one turn. Exactly. Right. They just listened to the people and said, let's change it all up to like meet the needs of the people. No, Robin, that's not what happened. Listen, I know you're being sarcastic right now. Shut up. Shut up. I want to try and shut up. Steer us back to the center like I always do. You know, Joe's the Joker. I try to keep this podcast on track here and, you know, keep us on a serious topic. But, you know, they put a lot of work into making sure that their new molds fit these flight numbers. I hate you. And I don't want to misrepresent it. No, you are misrepresenting everything. And if you have a friend who posts on Facebook something upset about, oh, the new numbers, like, I guess I'll just have to buy discs, like, prior to this year so they fly the way I know, you're an idiot. (laughs) They're going to fly the same as they did. The numbers are better representative. And I saw it, too. Cedar in our group, I love you. You're rad. You're a cool dude. But you also posted something in our stock group that said, it's just a marketing thing. It's not really a change. No, it is a change. That's they're posting like closer to the real numbers. I mean, and it, for people that can't throw it to see those numbers, like that happens. Yeah, you can't throw at that speed. It's cool and it's understandable, but don't blame the numbers for your arm speed. Are you okay? I'm okay, but you're agree. I know you're. Agree- <laughs> you nodded. Can you verbally say I was, you agree? I was nodding. Yes, I was. I was agreeing. I also should mention that fl- we didn't even uh, touch on what flight numbers are for for the people that maybe don't know or or you know new to the game. Thank you. So I'm, hey, by I'm the gonna, way, I'm gonna take one just step back before you get into that. I'm sorry. I love you all. <laughs> sorry so, for yelling. Now that we finished that segment of what grinds Joe's gears, it's for uh, real. <laughs> transition here but uh, so the the four flight numbers speed glide turn and fade so uh speed in for any disc is uh, you know the 
a, a number that relates to the speed at which the disc should be thrown. So uh, the higher that number, the faster that disc needs to be thrown to achieve the other flight numbers. Uh, speed most is most commonly correlated to the width of the rim. Yes. So the width of the rim on the disc, the wider the rim, the higher the speed. That's just kind of like one of the you know, most consistent rules of, of disc flight numbers. One of the only ones that can actually be, you know, pretty easily correlated is that rim width is equal to higher speed. And that's why half of an aerobic epic is a sixteen speed. <laughs> well maybe like a twenty two speed? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think the small end of the epic is a sixteen speed and the and the wide end is like a twenty four. Thunderblade. So yeah. And then uh you got glide. Glide is a is a a, a metric of, of how well the disc can uh carry. So uh and and whether it, how well it maintains its stability and and flies and then turn uh, basically high speed stability uh is what happens to the disc in its ability to remain stable at the highest speed portion of the flight. And so the the more negative that number is, the more you're going to see it turn right for a right-handed player and uh, backhand. Backhand, of course. And uh, the more the closer to zero, or even there are some discs that have positive turn, um, th- that disc will be more overstable and either stay straight or go left for a right-handed backhand throw. And then fade. The final number is what happens when the disc slows down. And uh, the the low speed characteristic of the disc, typically for almost every disc, the low speed fade is it fading off to the left for a right-handed backhand throw. So, so I think the new numbers are closer to reality. Um, there will probably still be a little more tweaking in my mind. But I haven't gone through all of them yet. So I, I honestly, I, I, I would have to. I mean, I, we haven't thrown the all ones of these. that I've, I've, I've looked at that I've thrown make more sense. Yeah. So like the, some that stand out to me, like real quick, like the Culverin we threw, um, and my first throw with the Culverin, uh, flipped up and like turned a little bit and right there. And everyone's telling me it was a Thunderbird. I was like, nah, nah, my fresh Thunderbird doesn't do that. It's like a beat up Thunderbird. And so they changed it to a minus 0.5, which I was like, yeah. And then the other one, um, the spark people were telling me was like a firebird for a while. Like it's, Oh, and I threw Phil had a, a spark that I like got back for him and threw it. And I flipped and turned a spark and I was like, no. And they've changed it to another minus 0.5 and a smaller fade. And I'm like, yeah, that makes way more sense. Yeah. So there's just like, there's a few that people have tried to tell me, um, fly like this or that, that I've thrown and been like, no, that's, that's, not what's up like the thief moved to a minus 1.5 and i think it was like my a minus 0.5 prior and we reviewed that what like three weeks ago or something and that's a super understable disc like that makes a ton of sense um i think the judge probably that one could have even gone to two that's no i I put that in our side group like the judge i think maybe had a bigger fade before Um, that or i feel like that four glide doesn't make sense that they have on there Dude, the glide is insane on Don't a Don't you think a judge should be a five glide? I mean, as far as... I mean, it's a putter. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a, a two-speed. So, so for a two-speed, like, the four is pretty epic. Like, you don't see very many 
two speeds, if any. That's true. With yeah. with You're a right. four, like the glide is is nuts on a judge. Um, but I think I think it had a bigger fade before. I feel like people I would hear people talk about the judge as like an overstable putter, and that was trash. Like no, yeah, no, it's a nice laser beam that'll like hook up slightly at the end. The escape uh, looks like it got some more turn. Yeah, and I think like the freedom someone was trying to, and I never threw one because people told me it was like a minus three fade, even though it said it was like a minus one. But basically, people were like, "Oh, you turn over this or that, like you shouldn't touch a freedom," and I will continue to not touch a freedom. Because <laughs> Joe, Joe hates freedom. I love freedom. I just don't love the freedom, the disc, because that minus three turn just seems all bad. It's kind of weird to have a have the freedom be a fourteen uh, speed minus three turn. I mean that does not, I you know I feel like freedom should be stable. It's also like a minus three turn with a three fade, which I just yeah that feels weird. That feels like Ogo Pogo world. Yeah, I mean that that like those numbers are are like kind of a wacky sort of combination. Fourteen speed, five glide, minus three turn, three fade. I feel like freedom should be a little more even keel than that. Listen, freedom isn't free. No, I, I I get that. I don't think I was claiming that it should be. I was just saying that maybe, you know, freedom doesn't have to be schizophrenic. No, freedom just has a lot of work to do, all right? Freedom's got a lot of work to do. Fair enough. Fair enough. You got to work hard for that. Um, let's see. Running down. Yeah, fuse is definitely a minus one. Um, zero afraid. Yeah, like <laughs> it's in that. It's in that. What changed world. about the gladiator? Fade three point five. I think the fade went up. Yeah. Okay. That that changed. I think it was a four, and maybe I don't know, but that's whatever see. fade number the gladiator had. It wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah, it was fine. It was very defender defender esque. Mm. Um, I think the River Pro went down to a six from a seven, which I don't know that I. You haven't thrown that, have you? Yeah. I, we didn't we review it. Yeah, we did probably. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've thrown the River Pro a bunch. It's oh, a, yeah, you got it before we even did the Trilly Tournament. Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's a good disc. I like the River Pro. All right, that's all I've thrown out of that. Uh, let's see, West Side. West Side. Catapult, yeah, I get on that. I think it was a minus one, but it didn't, like, flip and turn as hard as I thought. I could still get it to flip and, and whatnot. It was good. Giant, I'm still uh, – I don't think it's that overstable. Um, it was pretty overstable. Yeah, it was. It was, but it, I, King, King, King should have been a minus three. <laughs> King is like one of the most understable discs I've thrown. Like I've thrown one of the longest shots in my life with a King that I threw on a sky roller on accident. Uh, Swan. Oh, we didn't have a reborn. We had a regular Swan. Yeah, we had a regular one. And then uh, the world. What changed about the world? I think it was a minus one before, and it went to a point minus point five. That makes sense. Which makes sense. And it might have been a four fade too. Um, here we went. I got one. Let me grab it real quick. You're gonna go get the world from the from the rack up there. Yeah. All right. Well, so, I mean, there's a a lot of discs on this list, and there's been uh, you can see a lot of point fives and things like that. So I think a lot of these have been fairly minor changes. Um, on on the disc itself, but yeah, I think the world was a minus one, right? 
I, I yeah, assume it was, it was a minus one. It was a four <laughs> fade. And I Got think it. that's that's more so what it is. And I think once you get them beat up, they're more than a, a point five. It gets to the one, but the yeah, the it, it never hooked up crazy hard. But I do love it. I that's another disc I put back in my bag. For the new sack challenge. I put the world back in and the PD two back in. The sack challenge that you that previously you stated you don't think applies to you? Yes. And, but I still signed up for it. But now you and then I'm still gonna do what I want. And then you're still, <laughs> still gonna do what I want. Um but I, got, I mean, I do what I want. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I thought you wanted to, to like, you know, get aces and stuff. How can you can't control <sighs> that part of your... I came so close. I came so close. God. The picture I took doesn't do justice. I should take a picture by that, like. Well, you're you're throwing uh, that sexy bird on that short shot. Even if you can it, it's gonna freaking bounce out. No, it's not. I, I'm just telling you. Sexy bird wouldn't do that to me. Listen, from a man. Sexy bird wouldn't do that to me. Listen, let me tell you from experience, from a guy that has hit every chain on a basket on a on a shot like that. They 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 tend to come out. They especially when, when on those you, baskets. When did, when did you do that? Uh, I did it with my FD at That's Crane Creek. I was coming at a much sharper angle than it that. Doesn't FD. matter. You're still gonna hit metal. You're gonna hit hard. It's gonna go right through the chains. That distance driver is gonna hit the center pole, and it's gonna come right back out. You know what? The ch- like, or, baskets are just dicks in general. It doesn't matter what kind of disc, what kind of angle. I don't give a shit. I went through the chains with a claymore on a straight line. Baskets are just jerks. All right. <laughs> all right. Baskets are just jerks. I have, I have, I've had my ace scares. Uh, Bastards don't like me, right? I've hit chains coming in a forehand. I've hit straight through. I've hit from the right side. It's going to stick one day. Maybe. I mean, probably not. (laughs) Maybe that'll just become like my new, uh, I'll change up all the DGP Joe like things in different places. I'll just be aceless Joe. (laughs) All my, of a sudden, just, my new avatar is Aceless Joe. It's just not gonna happen. Just, we'll just like re- record uh, some quick videos of just blackness, but it'll just be you sobbing in the background. Yep. Is that. Yep. No. They'll just. I'm just saying that. I mean, you can you you're gonna increase your odds with that with the mid range in that shot over the Firebird. I am not going to throw a mid-range at that. That's what I do every time. I park it. I throw my buzz on that hole every time in that position. Since Oh, on a but it's still a, a hyzer. Sorry. Yeah. I thought you were talking about straight up the gut. Yeah. It's not It's not crazy distance. It's no, just an no, easy pop no, that over makes the top. Sense. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll mess with the pine. You got way better odds I'll of, mess with the pine. Of, of that pine. I said I'll mess with the pine. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> There's this giant group ahead of us, too, that was like, oh, you almost had an ace. I'm like, shut up. Joe snorted all his alcohol tonight. Almost, that's, almost that's why he's so honorary. No, I just. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, anyways, no, I but I played disc golf last week and you didn't. That's cool. <laughs> hey, I uh, had a great time with my wife in. Uh, in the wine country, we stayed a nice bed and breakfast. I know in Hillsburg, right? Yeah, that's where we take all the Hillsburg pictures. It was fantastic. I went to Bear Republic. Yeah, what'd you drink there? I never, I, I never I had, even talked to you about that. I had a couple of different things. I had they had a a nice Trapel, which I forget the name of, 
and uh, and something else that I drank. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> Nailed it. You really dug. You're really into beer. We can all tell. Well, uh, you know, there's cocktails that followed that uh, that I forgot about, but but I hit up. That was a, always fun to go there, and I I got. Oh, it. their food's really good there too. Yeah, it was pretty good. So we we had a great time out in in uh, in Healdsburg. So uh, no, I did not get to play disc golf, but I enjoyed myself thoroughly. Thank you very much. Jim. No, you you were a fantastic husband. Um, and that's you know that's all that matters. Right? Are you, are you done talking flight numbers? You need to get angry, or what? What are you doing? I am filming you for uh, our patrons. Oh, that's cool. Um, no, we already talked about flight numbers. No one's going to see that. Um, I think I'm done with it. I think my point has been made. Oh, good. So uh, if if Joe mentioned patrons because he was filming a quick, like, I guess Patreon has included Snapchat? Basically. Like, it's a new, it's called, uh, it's called Lens. It's like a new feature for. But it's not for taking pictures of your penis and sending it to people. Because isn't that what Snapchat's for? I think so. Because um, if, if if that's the case, I don't really think that's appropriate for us to. I mean, these people are uh, graciously contributing to our cause here, and I don't. I don't really think it'd be cool of us to just post pictures of genitalia to to the website for them. Have you Have you chatted with the majority of our patrons? I mean, yes. Okay, you're probably right. right. They're fine with that. But no, no dick pics at this point. Um, but like I said, if we did, I don't know that they'd be like too bummed out by yeah. it. But if you want to support us, patreon.com slash thisgolfpodcast uh, for a, a measly $1 per episode, we do an extra pre-show, which we record with every podcast. And also uh, random videos here and there now. Yeah. It's also it's a a whole extra disc golf podcast each month. So check it out, patreon.com slash disc golf podcast and get access to our completely uncensored off the hinges pre shows that are just full of all kinds of craziness. True. I have one more thing one more thing uh, grinds my gears before we move to our oh, gear review. God damn it. Um oh we have one more thing to talk about before the gear review. And I didn't tell you about this, but uh, so through Facebook, I saw one more thing that that bothered me a lot. So I just I just have to say it once, and then we'll move past. Um, so I got into like a um, trilogy like fan page kind of that I pay attention to, um, and I am a fan of trilogy, but I'm kind of a fan of all disc manufacturers. And someone asked for tips for what disc to uh, learn forehand with. And the post that I had, that I saw before I decided that I needed to chime in, basically this is what I use instead of Reddit. Like I don't go on Reddit. I guess I do all my stuff on Facebook at this point. On the book. Um, people were like, felon, stiletto, triple X, like go super overstable so you don't have to worry about turning it over. No. 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 That is how you get the really bad habit of forced any flex bad form forehands. Yes. So I just I I read that and I know we've said it in the podcast before, but I'm just going to reiterate it just because it like it granted my gears. I would say go neutral or understable. Throw flat. Once you start to f- throw flat, maybe with a hyzer and you turn stuff over, then you can go with more stable, higher speed stuff. 
But start out with like mid ranges. Start out with like a thief that we talked about. Like take your time building your forehand just like you would your backhand. Don't get super beefy stuff. Um, that just causes really bad habits. Yes. Sorry. I hundred percent agree with everything Joe says, though I don't always follow it. But I do my best. Yeah. But and and the majority of the time when you don't follow it, you go, Oh, I should have I should have done that. I should have done that. Yep. Yeah. But uh, that we had one other thing we we wanted to talk about, which was that uh, the 2018 Pro Worlds that'll be at uh, Smuggler's Notch uh, have added a fifth round. So last year Worlds was four rounds, and um, in the past there has been as many as I believe six rounds yep. for Worlds. Um, so uh, just adding a, a fifth round to kind of you know weed out. The, the yeah, randomness, just give, I guess. It'll give just time making it longer. for Paul to win. No, uh, that's part of why I think Rick's going to win. Because Rick is is uh, the... Look at last year, and Paul was like getting on a roll, and then it was over. I know, but that's what he does. He It doesn't matter when it ends. He gets on a roll towards the end. It's not It's not like he would have carried that roll. He just... He's that Sunday. I think we should make a bet about he's it. He's a Sunday Wait guy. Wait a minute. So... But Rick plays for the long haul. He plays safe. He plays for birdies, and he plays to win. That's why I think that five rounds it very much benefits him. You know, it'd be the greatest thing on earth ever hmm. if uh, Rick decided to model his like lifestyle after Rick Vaughn from Major League. I don't think that's and even just became a fucking close bad boy. to possible. Just became a bad boy. Like, we already have the disc golf wore, bad boys. Wore cool like vests and like shades. I mean, that that would be certainly very interesting for us to watch and talk I'd about. I'd be so pumped. So, but I'd be so pumped if Rick became a bad boy. I think that's gonna happen. I mean, I don't think so either. But would that be cool? He he's probably like, hey guys, we're gonna sleeps, do some sleeps with Felberg's wife <laughs> without oh, realizing oh, it. Oh. Anyone in Major League? That's super inappropriate. You'll, no, I mean, Major League, though, remember? Yes. Like, yeah, that was yeah. the thing. Um, yeah. I don't remember, like, the name of his character, but Corbin Burnson's shortstop or whatever. Like, that happened. <laughs> that happened. It was hilarious. It was great times. Um, I Listen, I know we got some young, some youngins. I don't think... Watch Major League. It's it's worth your while. I don't think Rick's, Rick's going to get even close to that. He'd probably be like... You guys want to go crazy and do some night mini golf? <laughs> you guys want to go crazy and uh, do a sake bomb once every two years? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think I'm still drunk from that sake bomb three months ago. But I... I uh, Is Japan open I, this year? Uh, I don't know. Isn't it every, like, two or three years or something like that? Yeah, I think it's every three years. Oh, like so that. it's probably next year. Ah. But um, but I, I have no problem with Worlds being five rounds. I actually I like it better that way. I, I think that the longer Worlds is, the the uh, the cream will rise to the top the more rounds there are. Yep. So, and I, Robin will Robin and I will make it out? No, I'm just lying. That's not going to happen. I don't, I don't think so. That'd be super cool. Vermont is not. Not happening, but we might make it out to San Francisco NT. I think, I think we are going to do that. <laughs> I looked at Zoom mics for like two hours today. Oh, yeah? We we need to get a third microphone in here too, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, that won't be hard to do. Oh, we should just do that. I'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. Just you know, for like when we want to. California bad boy. Well, I'm or Pedro, it, or like just a a fart mic, you know, just a fart mic. 
just in case we need those. Just we can invite people to the shedio. Yeah. Well, that was what I was, I was thinking, and I'm just thinking out loud on the podcast now. Um, for the San Francisco, even though we live very close by, um, maybe we do get a hotel or something. We can actually do interviews in a place and use our setup. Yeah, I think that would make a lot of sense. Yeah. And then just a mic and a cable rather than a Zoom mic might make and it, a lot more sense. Of course, it'd be like free beer for for those that came and and uh, you know. Yeah, maybe some hot tea or whatever. Sure, because there's not a lot of beer drinkers. Well, I mean, we want to talk to the beer drinkers, so we got to get like the Barsbees and the Collings. Oh, you know, you know. Can we get Barsby Colling and Das? Yeah, that'd be great. Ugh. That'd be great. One can dream. One can dream. I'm pretty sure that it would be hard for for people to understand the interview, you know, through the squealing. Like, <laughs> I think that beer make it really difficult. They'd be like, "Are you having a stroke? Like, what is wrong with you right now?" Pro- probably, probably. They're just, they're just really it's fine. <laughs> it's, I'm probably dying right now. It's so worth it. Wasn't there two of you? Where did the other one go? I think he's in the bathroom. I I don't know. Don't uh, listen. Don't listen. Just just stay here. Just stay here. He'll be he'll be he'll be back in about. 15. Sounds like someone's breathing really heavy in the bathroom. <laughs> it's, it's cool. Don't worry about it. It's cool. Don't worry about it. Uh, don't worry about it. And it's not going to be creepy at all. <laughs> yeah. Of course not. Oh, it's a good thing none of them are going to listen to this. Well, it's a good thing. Uh, hopefully, you know I. I they're going to see the neighborhood that Glen Eagles is in. They're be like, well, I hope the hotel's not there. It won't be. Yeah. I hope. I hope. We'll see what our, our DGP budget can afford. Yeah, for sure. All right. Are you, do you, you got any thoughts on, on uh, Pro Worlds and, and bumping up to five rounds? That's It's good. It should be. I mean. The more the merrier. I'll take. Well, did they, did they put any dates? I'm so far. I'm sorry. I'm like behind. Did they say anything about pushing it towards like the actual like near the end of the season? It it is later than it was this last year, yes. So No, look. Comedies will take place in June again. Does it? Yeah. Okay. I don't dig that part. It's still great. I'm into it. Um But I still I don't like this whole halfway through the season having the worlds like that's weird yeah shoot i thought it was later you're right it does say june so i mean that's cool it's a great place i mean that makes it better for um i guess the reason i was bringing up dates is because we've seen like usdgc we've seen some worlds we've seen some things shortened by rain we shouldn't have to worry about that in june in vermont yeah which is good but it's also like in june it's kind of a bummer that now world you're a world champion. Here's four more, you know, major events to go. Yeah, I mean, I guess if they, I guess they need to stay on that schedule, and then it's like a calendar year that you're a world champion, and yeah. that makes more sense. They, I, yeah, I guess I will live with it if they just stay on schedule with that. Yeah, but I still am not a huge fan of the timing. But I do love more rounds. That makes yeah all the sense in the world. Um, yeah, cream will rise to the top. Like, listen, I have played maybe four rounds in two days at one point in my life, and that destroys me. I can't imagine five rounds in like four days or whatever. Like, yeah, that's, that's a lot of disc golf. 
That's I mean, the, the people that are prepared for it will will play significantly better in the latter half, and it will eliminate the uh, randomness of a couple of hot rounds. And, uh, you know, not that that's been a huge problem of, of recent. You know, of course, Ricky won, so it's not a big deal. But I, I think that there's no harm in, in adding the extra, extra round. Totally. No, and I'm excited. I think each year we see, like, People come out of the woodworks, you know, young guys come up and they're like killing it. Yeah. I'm excited to see this year who those people are. And probably next episode we'll talk about um, names to keep an eye on because uh, it's it's going to have like we have heard we had heard of James Conrad and he just got onto the scene like yeah. a hurricane last year. So we'll see. I'm excited. Yeah, I agree. You ready to do a deer review? Hell yeah. All right. It's time for our disc and beer pairing where we take a disc, we take a beer, we review them both and let you know whether you should bring it on the course. Tonight we have the Latitude 64 Flow, which is a uh, 13, or sorry, 11 speed, six glide, minus one turn, two fade distance driver. I pulled this. Recently changed to a minus 0.5 fade. Yeah, but I'm pulling infinite numbers, so that's right. That's different. Um, and, and we'll, we'll get into whether we think that, that fade makes sense or not too, but, um, or sorry, that turn, uh, we're pairing it with Willitized Coffee Stout by Lagunese Brewing Company, which is a 12.6% alcohol stout. And, uh, we're pairing it with the flow because, uh, you know, it's, you know, a beer and it flows. Right. So so we have a marked 174 that I just weighed at 176. Nice. Uh, Opto, brand new fresh. Sorry, I'm just going to get right into the disc. Um, we talked about this last week, two weeks ago. When were we talked about disc weights? I think it was last week. Last week. Um, that makes me feel better about this disc thing that it's 176. Um, so they updated their numbers to make it a, a 0.5 turn and i kind of i feel like that's right i mean it's a brand new fresh opto and i'm going to be totally honest rob and i probably threw this disc about 10 times each we didn't have a ton of time we didn't do a lot of work with it but what i was seeing um wasn't a crazy turnover di- turnover disc even though it was 11 speed um so I think breaking down to that that point zero five makes sense. Um, I really expected it to be a lot more understable. I totally did too. I thought I was going to just flip it and turn over for Me too. sure, um, especially like looking at the numbers, hearing about it. Um, but it could be a, a piece of of the weight and it being fresh. Um, I think it's got a place where it can definitely beat in and be that more of a turnover or not turnover, but turn disc. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely, definitely thought it would be less stable than it was. Yeah, it it's fairly stable to be honest. That from throwing it and um and I, even the the rim feels kind of wide for an eleven speed. Yeah, just in general, that's my my feeling from it. But um, it I you know seeing eleven speed minus one, eleven speed is about the the top end of of uh of discs that in terms of speed that I throw um so far yeah and uh 
and when I see a you know negative turn on there, I expect to be able to to see that. And to be honest, most of the time I just was able to throw a flat straight shot that faded out. Um, it was not. I didn't see any significant turn. Right. If, if I gave it some Anheuser, it held it, but then flexed out. Um, you know, it, I I didn't really see a ton of that. It also lists itself as a six glide. I'm not so sure about that. I, I feel like five probably makes more sense. But it, it, it's still a great glide. Yeah, it, it still got good distance, and, and even on those straight hyzer shots was, was flying nicely. But I, I don't know about the six glide. Yeah, so, I mean, when I look at uh, the 11, six, minus one, two, I automatically go to trespass land, right? Like, although trespass is a 12... Um, I think Tress has a five uh, glide, whatever. Um, definitely not, not a ton like a trespass. Like so, I could get it to flip up, um, but it would kind of just yeah stall out and and hook up and die. It didn't have a huge fade. Like I think the fade is real. Um, but uh, yeah, I really was expecting that I was just gonna crank it and get it to flip and turn and do work like just like a trespass would. Or maybe even more, I think we were throwing it with a Shrike, which is a faster disc. Um, I was expecting it to be Shrike-ish. I was mm-hmm. expecting it to like flip and turn and, and get some glide and come back. And it pretty much just flipped up and went straight for a little bit and just dumped out, yeah. um, which kind of blew me away. Once again, I mean, um, I don't know. I could have had a bad day. I don't know. But I was throwing trespasses that were obviously I'm not obviously, but I'm, we're going further. I felt better with, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, it was a good disc. It just it wasn't the it wasn't the super understable disc that I thought it would be. It was just yeah. it was a pretty neutral flyer. And you know what I I think honestly that that when we get into those eleven and twelve speeds that we're overselling the the turn number a little bit more than we should be. You know, you have to throw an eleven speed disc pretty pretty far to get it to show that turn right i mean that that has to be a 370 right. so actually you know this is, this is like a hurricane yeah like a like a 370 three 400 foot shot to see anything out of that which for most people is beyond and for me when i'm testing these discs i'm not often trying to even do that well that's true we also tested on the course yeah rather than in a field which we usually do which made it a little bit funkier because we were trying to shape it for certain shots too, rather than just yeah. unloading in the field, letting it do whatever it wanted to do. Yeah, um, which may have changed that a little bit also. Yeah. So I, you know, I, I don't think that you know when you look at a lemon speed disc in C minus one, I think we may have just whether it be from other people being like, oh yeah, check out the flow, it's got a great distance, you know, that sort of thing. We've heard that from a lot of people. And, you know, maybe we had some kind of preconceived notions about this disc. Um, the glide was great and, and overall nice lines out of this. And, and I think for most people it could be a very, very uh, useful distance driver for a lot of different situations. Yeah. And uh, I, I think it was fine. I, I personally didn't see really any turn in the shots I to, that I, I threw with it flip up but i didn't see turn really yeah um i mean i might have gotten like minimal turn but nothing nothing exaggerated nothing big not anything that i thought i would see from what i'd heard mm-hmm. or read about other yeah. people throwing 
Grand, like I said, it's a little bit heavier than it said it was, and it's fresh, but, um, you know, I, I was expecting trespassy, and uh, it it was it was more stable, but less glide than than the trespass. Yeah, throw. yeah. I I, can... <laughs> I pulled a Robin. I was totally talking into like the side back of the mic. Oh, you sound so much better right now. <laughs> I know. I only do that for like a minute. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I I I pretty much agree. I I I I would like to. I, I feel like I should revisit this disc and take a little bit more time. We should to, get out in the field and get it to but... to throw it more. Um, cause I, I don't want to, you know, undersell it because I've heard a lot of great things about it, but in the throws that I had, what I saw was a stable distance driver, um, with good glide, um, and a, and a decent finish. I didn't see a lot of turn out of it, but I, right. I wasn't the, you know, the distance that I was getting out of it on a pure hyzer line or a, a flat to hyzer line was great. Yeah. And, yeah. I was still getting out there for and sure. And it was, it was, you know, fairly easy distance um for it in terms of 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 those lines too so um good disc i think the one thing i didn't like about it was i i wanted the rim to be just slightly smaller based on it being an 11 speed totally and i wanted it to be like an inch wider but (laughs) (laughs) that's just that's just how i roll yeah oh yeah cool uh, let's talk about the beer okay it's in your hand um it is a will coffee stout um, it is a stout that tastes like coffee. <laughs> it is very strong. Very, very coffee. Twelve point six percent alcohol. Um, I'm gonna take one more sip and I'll head to you. Okay. So I mean, uh, the the notes from from the brewer it says our friends over at at uh, Kentucky's own uh, Willet Distillery have one of kind barrel wood, and they put two things in them: bourbon and rye. We were fortunate enough to get some of their bourbon barrels, and we put our Imperial Stout in them. It's chocolatey, coffee-y, smoky-y, bourbon-y, beast of a barrel-aged thing. Uh, uh, so that's my review. <laughs> it's pretty close to dead it's, on. It's it's right on. It's like, I like I just took that sip of my hand too, and like ooh, that's that's that boozy barrel. Like I, you get that for sure. Yeah, I don't know how much more I can add to that. I mean, it's it's coffee, yes. It's bourbony, yes. It's uh, you know, smoky, yes. It's like when you have a nice Irish coffee, and by Irish coffee, I just mean coffee with whiskey in it. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, that's it's pretty dead. Like it's good coffee and good whiskey, um, but yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, obviously you get a lot of sweetness just out like of it. Willets, you know that they that they don't yeah. mention, but. Uh, you know, I think people assume that from the from the fact that it's a stout. And but a, it's not. It's but it's not um, syrupy kind of. Right. It's not the syrupy sweet like we've had a few lately. We had the the CBS and like the Black Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's not that syrupy sweet. Like it's sweeter because it's a, a stout, but it's not. It's not that sweet. Um, it's more kind of that bitter coffee whiskey than it is like that sweet syrup. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just it, the the smoky chocolate bourbon. It, that's pretty much what it is. Like it, it's, and it's quite good. Like dark, very chocolate. strong. Yeah, d- exactly, dark chocolate. Yeah. So that bitterness that you get from it is there, which is kind of a hallmark of Lagunitas. 
Uh, no, it's good. And we've got two bottles of it, and we're just sharing a bottle because it's a uh, we want to live. It's a powerhouse. Yeah, it's, it's a knock you on your on your ass. Yeah. Um, but it's it's good. It does everything it says it will. It tastes everything it says it will. And it's black as night. I mean, this this is it a, does everything a it says it stout. will. It's uh, <laughs> working on that one. Um, nah, man, it's it's we got a bottle. We should just like let that thing sit. You think so? We could hit that in like five years. I bet and it'd still be. I might be Probably. more bomb. Probably. Um, it's nice. It's a one hitter, so it's not going to happen again like this. They do similar. They did a. Um, what was the one last Westified? Yeah, High West. High West, High Westified, which yeah. is out of Utah, I think. Mm-hmm. That distillery, um, but that's it's cool. They're making these stouts, and they find cool distilleries to like barrel age. That's it's rad. It's cool. It tastes good. Um, it is even though it comes in like or it did come in like six packs of twelve ounce bottles. It's totally a like you can share a twelve ounce bottle with a friend yeah. and. It's kind of spicy. Like I feel like I taste some pepper to it. It's uh, I think is, that's just the booziness. It could be. Could be. That's just a little hot. In could a good be. way. Yeah. But uh I mean really just the description off of it's kind of stole our thunder. It just that's what it is. It's It is. No, that was that was a perfect like this imperial crazy stout. Yeah. Um you, listen, you can tell it's twelve point six. Yes, you can. There's no party that's like, ooh, it's a sneaky. Like, who yeah. knew? Oh no! I, you know, like I said, it's not that syrupy sweet. It's yeah. a, it's a, you know, it's a. Hey, I got booze in me. <laughs> Let's get this. <laughs> you know, I can see myself uh, starting a day knocking one of these down. Oh man! And then just being like, whoa! It's gonna be a fun day. Yeah. Yeah. Or horrible. Probably fun. Yeah. My friends are good. <laughs> they would treat me right. We'd survive. <laughs> We'd take care of you. Yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts or should we give her give her a review we, on this? I think these? we can get after it. All right. Um for me, the beer uh is way too strong to ever take on the course. And uh this is something I would prefer to share with friends or, you know, have as a nightcap or, you know, something along those lines. Something where I'm going to be going to sleep soon. I'm going to take a weird angle here. All right. <laughs> I think if you, like, if you, myself, and, like, California Bad Boy went out for a round, we could knock this down in a trio like a flask of whiskey uh-huh. before we got out. I think that's that's the only way it's a coarse beer is if it's, like, a few friends, like, sharing a bottle. Got it. Like, taking shots uh, before a round. Well, that, that doesn't make any sense, though. I could totally... I, I would not be blown away if that's what happens to that bottle. All right. That's probably what's going to happen to that bottle is I'm going to bring it out and be like, Robin, share this with me. And be like, no. And be like, Robin, share this with me. And be like, okay. <laughs> and we'll split that bottle and, and have an awful round, but it'll be fun. Um, The disc... I have a trespass. Yeah. I have a few trespasses. Um, and they do what I want them to do, which this is similar, but I just trust it so much more. I should even trust the trespass even more than I do. Um, I feel like the flow was like the, I want to be a trespass latitude 64 disc. And it's just not all the way there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's more, it's more stable clearly. 
um, which I didn't expect. I was honestly thinking like, oh, this is going to be a slightly slower trespass. I thought it was going to like be like one of like the beat up trespasses I had before. Yeah, yeah, that's what I expected. So it could be a disc that we just kind of pigeonholed, um, you know, based on what we'd heard about it. And I feel like we get just like funky discs. We could. Like we that could. like that Shrike we had before we got the yeah. other. Like we had a Shrike we talked about when we did the Shrike that was just beef. And then we got another strike, and it was a polar opposite to that yeah. one. So, so maybe we got we, we a weird one. Funky flow, um, but it it was a lot more stable than I expected, uh, which I didn't necessarily like. Right? Um, yeah, totally. I wanted it to be a little bit more. I did understable. too. I I definitely wanted it to be because I under- I got uh, I got a lot more clean uh, flat to hyzer finish lines than I got. Um, you know, straight long distance drives that that didn't fade a ton at the end, and, and that's no kind of. I, I was expecting like a good chunk of turn. I was hoping to be able to take this disc and throw, you know, like a a three hundred and eighty five foot frozen rope, and I I didn't get that, but uh, you know, I was getting distance out in that range, but it was more on a a hyzer line rather than than a. Uh, in a straight line so totally totally so i think that was my issue with it and i think really we just kind of need to honestly re- revisit this one a little more and see whether one whether we got one that's that's weird and isn't isn't flying right or if it just needs a little more time to see if that's what it is or maybe we got people that are telling us you know inaccurate stuff about the flow. yeah so all right so so uh next off season we just do a full episode of revisits Oh yeah, because we got a handful now. We got flow. I think so. We got a pig. There's yeah. probably a few other ones that we need to revisit. Yeah, probably ballista. Um, just a <laughs> few that we should just do again for the podcast. Um, so we'll put that on that list because I think we just <clears throat> on the course that we were playing, we uh, we could have given it more time in a field to really yeah see it in in a different scenario. But for what we did, um, it's just not all the way quite there for what we want it to do yeah i agree so that's like pretty much an offer it is an offer isn't it all right so that's a uh oh yeah this beer that is a robin winning the world's bet like it's just not gonna happen i'm so gonna win ricky's ricky's doing it dude he, he's got nothing else that's that's what he does <laughs> He doesn't got no ladies. He's it, it, This is what he does. Disc golf. You know who's going to win Worlds? Ricky Wysocki. Philo. That'd be sweet. I, I That'd be the rarest thing ever. I don't think there'd be anybody in the disc golf world that would be upset. I will that. happily drink a buzz ball of that. That's, I know. That's, that's, that's not even. I a, feel like here, okay, I'm going to take a step back on this bet. We already said this, the deer review. All right, so you gave me the field, right? Mm-hmm. So if I lose, I um, you get to mix two buzz balls. Yes, and I'll just knock it down. Mm-hmm. If I win, you take a buzz ball, but I feel like I can choose. I mean, I said Paul Macbeth, but I think I can like lock in who I think will win. And if I get that, I should get like a bonus because I got the field and like the specific player that beat him. Where's the field? Yeah? No. That's dumb. Well, you got the field, so 
you've already got a significant advantage. Yeah, but then I got to. So I I, th- I think you. I mean, been you're given, probably you're probably. Right. I'm just trying to give it out. a pretty darn fair deal. No, there. I got a super fair deal. I was just trying to like make it worse for you, but you make you make too much sense. <laughs> All right, you win. <laughs> I'm just pretty confident. I think I think Rick's gonna dominate again. So it's gonna be fun to go through another disc golf season with you guys. Uh, you. All right, Joe, I got a, I got a second. I have listeners. a second bet, and it's a full season bet. So there's lots ooh, of time. Ooh, uh oh. Um, and I really honestly think it's just between two players. Um, but this could be the year. Between two players, by the end of the season, um, so let's call it the January ratings update oh, okay. of I, next I year. I know exactly where you're going. Who is the highest rated player in disc I, golf? I think Paul McBeth still holds on to the rating edge that he has currently. Well, shit. I don't want to take the other side. That's where <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> Um, I, I think, but you know what? Screw it. I'll take. I I will say, um, not Paul McBeth. <laughs> no, we're not doing that. I'll again. take Rick. So I mean, no, well, I don't. No, I can't do it. I think it'll still be. I think well, still so be Paul. I think they both are playing at such a high level that that their ratings that they currently have, it would be hard for them to get much better than. No, I don't think they're than, like. I don't think they're rolling than what up. they are. And so I I would say if anything, we'd see a slight regression from both. And that Paul's like two point rating edge, right? And I think Paul's rated like ten fifty one, and Rick's rated like ten forty nine or something like that. Yeah, it's, it's real close. Super close. So I would bet that they they maintain similar similar levels. I just think that that Rick's style of play and his putting ability is is uh, superior for a world championship. That's yeah, and th- for I, me, I, I feel like Paul um, has shown that ability to put like that. He just has not in the last couple yeah, of years. But he's also been reckless with the OB, and you know those strokes count at the end. Listen, he'll be married by the time the season starts, mm-hmm. and uh, he's gonna dial him in. Well, what if what if he's uh, what if he's expecting a child, losing some sleep? You know who knows? No, no. Expecting you don't lose sleep. Once the baby comes, that's when you lose sleep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I only have one. I'm out of <laughs> seven, so you know you're the expert. I, I, I uh, but have you ever been expecting a child when you didn't have a child that was still small enough to keep you awake? Um, no, no. I'll answer that for you. No, no. I <laughs> so you actually don't but, know. If, which one causes which? No, no. I every time that I've had a child, uh, the the child that I currently had was already sleeping through the night. So that's that's excellent. Uh, real uh, life success. Uh, well, I drink that all. Make sure that your children. You probably wanted more of that, but I are sleeping all. through the night before you decide to have more children. It's a good good thing to do. Done. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just had one. <laughs> I said one. He, he, he sleeps uh, like eleven hours a night. That's but uh, didn't uh, Paul and Hannah get married over the weekend? Feel, oh yeah, probably. I, I knew like it was happening. Did. I knew it was happening soon. So, congratulations to Paul McBeth and uh, and Hannah. So, that's, that's I think awesome. you're gonna win all these bets, and I'm thinking about things more. <laughs> Buzzball mixing. Did we lock in the ratings one too? Or you you you're taking you're taking Rick to be the 
Yeah, actually, I'm going to take Rick for sure. You should. Yeah, I'll lock that in. That's your hedging. Yeah, I'll lock that in. You're hedging yeah, I'll the lock that, I'll lock that in for okay. sure. So uh, I mean, we've got <laughs> almost an entire year till we, and we'll forget about it by then. Oh, for sure. Um, but the world's one will for sure remember. Um, any other? Any other? Listen, we should. We can lock in season bets right now because it's happening. Now, there's. We've already done two. We'll 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 roll them out in in future episodes. Two bets is plenty for one episode. We'll never remember all of them. Um. So, Paige Pierce wins the worlds. <laughs> That'd be sweet. So what you're gonna? No, I'm not gonna <laughs> bet against that. Passing. What do I look like? <laughs> Come on. All right, all right. Wrap it up. All right. <laughs> so that's all we got for now. The the uh, latitude sixty four flow, uh, Lagunitas Willetize Stout, coffee stout, delicious beer. Great distance driver, but doesn't sound like Joe or I are going to bring it out on the course for now. So uh, check each of those out. Let us know what you think about each of them. Uh, we're excited to hear your guys' opinions. And we'll be back at it next week with another episode of the Disc Golf Podcast. Be sure to check out our website, throwstuffatstuff.com. We have Disc Golf Podcast discs on there. We've got quite a few left uh, from both Discraft and Dismania. It's not really that many. It's not that many, but there's some left. There's a few of, of uh, some really great discs that Joe and I throw and uh, will really make your bag uh, much better. So, Listen, if you throw a harp and you're like, oh, it's like a little too deep, get a zone. Yeah. Zone, zone is a life changer. Zone is... And if, and if you're watching pros out there and you're like, how did they throw that laser straight shot? Uh, get on and get yourself a DGP comment. Listen, I've said this before. Go to YouTube, put in Michael Johansson, comment throw, and I guarantee you will see some of the most beautiful shots you have ever seen. And by putting a Disc Golf Podcast comment in your hand, you'll instantly have the ability to do just that. So. And ladies will love you more. Or dudes. Yeah, whatever you're into. We don't really care. It's not our, our business. But we hope you'll join us again next week on the Disc Golf Podcast. Have a great weekend. Get out there and throw stuff at stuff.